Do you hate your job? Of course you do. So do Liz and Noah. Now it's time to join their conversation so you can figure out how to quit your soul-crushing job. And begin. Go ahead. What? <laughs> Good morning. Not Vietnam. No. Uh, quit heads. Good morning. That doesn't have. It has to be like three syllables. Uh, do 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 Good morning. Okay. Good morning. Good morning. Every no. Everyone sucks. That's a stupid one. <laughs> <laughs> Good morning. Quarantine. <laughs> there we go. I don't know. Good morning, quarantine. Anyway. <laughs> fail. Is that a miserable fail? Yeah. I mean, no, not miserable. Okay. <laughs> So here we are. I think this we is are. like day, I mean, from the official like start of Indiana's shelter at home bullshit. This is like day 25, I think. Tell us how you really feel. Oh, I mean, you know, it's for our health. No, I think, no, I'm, I'm pissed off about it. I've been pissed off about it from the beginning. But then you and I were just talking yesterday that I've probably been out of our house more than before it started, so mm. I'm the winner, I guess. I guess. I win quarantine. You, you yeah, slid past it and mm -hmm. like, nope, I'm going to go work. I became an essential worker two days before <laughs> the before, quarantine started. Yeah. Yep. I Good job. I ob obfuscated the system. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So, whatever. I still miss hanging out with friends and whatnot, though. I was yeah. thinking we should invite some people over today, but go would anybody go for it or would they be, have they been watching CNN too much? Um, our friends probably wouldn't, but my sisters might. Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> After we get all of our work done, that needs yeah. done. But yeah, our, sure. Our very important work, which is yeah. recording podcasts and... And my Getty Museum Challenge. Tell the listeners what that is. Okay, so if you're not familiar with the Getty Museum Challenge. Oh, and are you you're sh you're sharing this on Facebook, right? Yeah, not on the when can I quit my job on your own, your one, personal. But I could. Do you want to give out um, your personal no, Facebook? No, that's okay. All right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Wise move. All you have to do is if you're on Instagram, or you can just I think look it up on the internet. Um, so it's the hashtag Getty Museum Challenge. So I will be using the hashtag. I mean, so you mean you could see it. Oh, you could give out your Instagram. Okay, yeah, my Instagram, my well, my personal I Instagram is too. Wandering Rosebud. So makes sense. Anyway. <laughs> um, <laughs> But so the challenge is you're supposed to take things in your house and try and recreate um, famous works of art. Like paintings, right? Yeah, paintings. I mean, that's what it's mostly been is paintings. Um, but I guess it could you could be... do photographs too, like the uh, the sailor yeah. kissing the lady in the middle of the street after World War II right. or whatever. I mean, you can kind of interpret it however, really. And it can be an abstract piece. It can be a still life. It can be people. A lot of it is people but like i've seen people do like still lives and mm -hmm. um so i got it in my head that i wanted to do this and so 
I have I have some that we're gonna try today. Yeah, you did one Sunday. by yourself yesterday that we're we're gonna we'll tweak tweak today. But no, it was yeah very good. It Thank was awesome. you. Yeah. Thank you. I'm yeah. I'm very excited about it. Yeah, it's just so the problem that I ran into is it's just hard to pose yourself and like use a timer and then like go back and forth and then like you need a photographer. I do. I just I needed. I'll need your help to yeah to just direct and I, I could mean, post I, I'm very, what. You know, artistic and you are though. So <laughs> I could post what I managed to to make, but I just it's not good enough for me. I just really yeah. want to drive it home and see if I can even yeah. make it better. So that's what I'm going for. Perfectionist. Yeah, I'm not usually with stuff with well with a lot of stuff. Am I? I don't know. Um, let's not get into question. that. We don't have to get into yeah, that. Yeah. But it's a good question. But you are high maintenance. That's that's we've defined that. You you came out I to know. me and said that like well. early on early early in our days together mm, mm-hmm. and you said do you think i'm high maintenance i guess and i just i just hate how it's like considered a negative thing so yeah well you, that's what you said immediately you said oh, oh i said kind of and you're like i agree but that's not a bad thing right so it doesn't have to be a bad yeah, thing i know but it always makes me cringe yeah you, has your opinion of it changed over time mm, i mean of myself and how I'm that way or like the has term your itself. opinion yeah uh, has your opinion about being a high maintenance person changed over time do you yourself have a more negative view of it now than you did before I don't know I don't think you're don't as know. high maintenance as you were though really I don't think so oh okay I was more high maintenance back in the day I think so well maybe you were like pickier like so maybe like Maybe the negative connotations that follow along with high maintenance, I more associate with you in the past. Okay, if good. If that makes sense. Sure. So maybe you're just as high maintenance or possibly even more, but in you're different just, ways. You're desensitized. You're just so used That's to me now. That's probably it. Yeah. I carry you around from room to room. I know. It's feeding great. you with my spoon. And, and you don't even know like, <laughs> that I've just trained you. Yeah, you broke me. Like a dog. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how we got into this exactly, but no. anyway, so we're talking about other our, shit today, anyway. Yeah, yeah. What are we talking about? So I want to talk about. So this is a phrase that you may or may not have heard. There's a very popular book, and I was supposed to look it up before we started, and I didn't. And so I'm gonna pause to? and do it real quick, but not actually pause. I'll just cut this. Scene versus. Un- okay, so the book that. So there's a phrase that's that's that which is seen, that which is unseen. And that's by Bastiat, who's a popular, I think, French economist. Um, and so the 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 popular um, what's that called? Example, I guess, that's that's tied to the book that kind of sets the scene for the whole book um, is called the broken window fallacy. Um, so maybe it's maybe it's more of a, a principle. OK. And so, you know, we've talked about this before, you know what it is, but so there's one economic perspective that kind of like most people think, okay, um, okay, there's two boys playing catch in the street. One of them overthrows the ball. It breaks the window of a store. Okay. And so that store has a broken window. Well, okay. You might say, oh, well, that's bad. But then, well, think about what good comes of it. Well, okay. Then the window maker then gets new business and that stimulates the economy so because that window was broken then the window maker gets more business that's the movement of money which is what stimulates the economy consumption stimulates the economy so that 
is like a first level kind of description of what you've seen there. That's that's the scene. So what Bastiat talks about in his book, that which is seen, that which is unseen, and this the, this whole podcast isn't going to be about economics. It's I'm using it as a metaphor, but <laughs> mm-hmm. so that which is unseen. Okay, so that window is broken. So that boy who threw the baseball that broke the glass of window. He or his family is has to pay for that window, right? So the glass maker gets to make a plane of glass. But at the end of the day, when that glass... A plane? Is that what you said? Yeah, right? Oh, a pane. Was... Yeah, a pain. Sorry. Yeah, that's what I meant. Sorry. <laughs> so, yeah, he makes a pane of glass and replaces the window. So, okay, so what happens if you look a little broader? So the store that had the broken glass, are they a net gain, a net loss, or break even well they have a functional window where it was before so they're a break even okay so the glass maker okay they they made a, a pane of glass okay so they they gained but the the boy who threw the baseball he lost the amount of a window and maybe i'm going at this I'm talking about it too much so basically what is not seen is that the boy who broke the glass is he or his family are missing out on the money it costs to replace the glass. So they could have also bought that 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 glass window could have been not broken to begin with. Uh, state and you know the the person who owns the store would have just the exact same scenario that they would after the glass was replaced. But that family is going to miss out on let's say a new sweater or you know a new pair of pants or whatever. Uh, some food for the week or something like that. So that which is not seen is the opportunity. So basically. It's a long way of getting about saying the opportunity cost of the person who had to pay to replace the thing to begin with. Right. And if you want to take this to reductio ad absurdum, like go all the way mm-hmm. and just do the most absurd demonstration of the broken glass fallacy, like go to some war-torn country right after they have just been blown up and ask them how the broken glass fallacy works. <laughs> like how booming is their economy because they have to rebuild everything. Right. So you're saying one one camp sees that as a positive and right. one does not. Right. Okay. Right. It's kind of like jobs programs like okay, this is a this is a funny joke and Oh, or, I think I know this you, what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, I think you do. Yeah. So there's a jobs program in China and they're digging a hole and there's all these dozens and dozens of people with shovels digging holes and um i think the the joke goes there's an american over there asking like the government overseer watching these people dig a hole and he's he's like wow there's a lot of people digging right now he's and he says why don't you use a backhoe you know because it's a little more efficient and the the chinese government Officer says, well, this is a jobs program. And then the American says, well, then why aren't they using spoons? <laughs> so. Ha ha. Ha ha. Yeah. <laughs> uh, because, yeah, work for the sake of work is pointless. It's like the opposite of technology, if you think about it. Um, mm-hmm. Like, yeah, everybody can have jobs. It doesn't mean you're producing anything, you know. Mm-hmm. So, and this is a long way of going about what I actually want to talk knew, about today. I, I knew it would be that way, though. I knew it. <laughs> Sorry, I get I nerd out on economics and then I and then I butcher the whole presentation of it anyway. But um, <laughs> what I'm getting at, basically, do you know the the two word phrase that this is really getting at? I th- might have mentioned it. Opportunity cost. Oh yeah, what you've already said. Yes. Yeah. So I do know that. It got that. me thinking. Yeah. <laughs> well, so it got me thinking about habits, which we've been talking about the habits on our mm-hmm. podcast, mm-hmm. and 
got me thinking about just good habits and bad habits. And it just dawned on me. And maybe this is like common knowledge for most people. And it's just something that didn't hit me until recently or didn't hit me in the same way until I like bridged the gap between that and like economic things and stuff like that. But um, you know, I have a lot of bad habits. Um, As do we all. Well, yeah, most of us do. Yes. Um, but so it, it kind of have hit, has hit me. Oh, I maybe I should. It kind of has hit me that not only is a bad habit bad because you're doing a, you know you're participating in a bad habit but it's also occupying occupying your time and taking you away from good habits simultaneously so it's like a double whammy yeah the opportunity and, cost again right yeah and it's like it and it and it struck me like why uh you know laziness is a sin and idle hands are the devil's playground and all that stuff like play things i think is it playground anyway maybe either uh, whatever you get the point yeah but so no, yeah it's i need like, to know it's like <laughs> um i don't know so i don't have you has that always been open and apparent to you no mm-mm. i wouldn't i think thinking about well because opportunities that's kind of a newer thing in the last few years of my life how like you don't have strengths and weaknesses you have opportunities instead right. of weaknesses and so even yeah. that word in general like has kind of been on the scene more recently yeah and, I, I, and you know i also wonder if that's true if it's just where like you know our reticular activating sy- systems are attuned to it now yeah like maybe people were talking about before and it just like flew over my head i don't know yeah maybe or well or becomes more more um like meaningful or applicable or well so like when i was in college and high school like i didn't work full-time jobs and like you're not learning about that kind of stuff they're not using that like in reviews or something with my stupid part-time jobs so it's just become it's more in the forefront with like career jobs and stuff that i sort of had right so it just it's not i mean it could have been around for a long time it's just i wasn't old enough to it i wasn't there in my life right it wasn't right yeah yeah, I remember my first, like, not even full-time job, but, like, after I graduated college and I was working, like, 32 hours a week, like, just enough so they didn't have to pay me full-time. Yeah, I remember, like, them saying, like, what opportunities were there? They, they you would see, like, a um, a sales demonstration or something, and or, like, they would watch me give a, try to sell a customer or something, and, like, what opportunities were there? And I'm, like, didn't even understand what they were saying, and then, like, terms like best practices and things like mm-hmm. that were new to me and like they so they're talking to me in this jargon because they're like young managers straight out of manager school <laughs> like <laughs> taught to use these stupid terms well, it was just all over my head but yeah i didn't mean to derail you sorry oh no 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 so yeah i never even thought cost. of it as in terms of that like oppor- yeah opportunity costs because to me that's like um opportunity cost is like a to me it's like a it's two words but in my mind it's like one phrase and i don't even think of it being like the word opportunity being in there and applying that to other situations that have the word opportunity like you're just now saying like i never Uh, thought of it that way well yeah this i hadn't either i mean till just now because you were asking me yeah this is good i hope people like listening to us think out loud (laughs) to us babble (laughs) babylon and think out loud yeah because that's what literally this is that should be 
That's maybe that should be our couch. The name of our couch, Babylon. Babylon. Oh my gosh, I love it. <laughs> it works on so Babylon, many levels. Babylon, it does. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's brilliant. I love that. <laughs> our new couch or our, our old couch. The Babylon. couch that gave birth to the quitheads. Oh man. Babylon. Good one. Sorry. Continue your stream of thought. Well, I may not have much more actually, because you were just asking if I ever thought about like how like if it was obvious to me thinking about bad habits also having an opportunity cost yeah and i hadn't and that's it's really that's kind of where it, it ends um, yeah well and i don't want to like dissect the term too much but it's also like to me if i think of the word cost in and of itself it's like cost equals missed opportunity so it's almost like opportunity missed opportunity <laughs> like, <laughs> It's almost redundant. Yeah. I don't know. Like, well, you um, might be dissecting too much. I am. No. I am. But uh, I just want to bring that up. So you're, you're. I mean, when this kind of came, like popped up, pop up, popped up in your mm -hmm. head. Yeah. Were you thinking about like specific habits or anything like, or. I'll tell you exactly what I was thinking about. And okay. So there's a book by James Allen, who's one of my favorite authors. I've only read a few of his books, but they're awesome. I'll link to them because I can't think of the names right now. But so I got this, this five part meditation thing that I have been doing for a while. I quit. I mean, I haven't been doing it consistently. So there's an opportunity cost right there for you. But so it's a five part meditation and one of them, I don't know, just, well, actually both of the podcasts we're going to record today are based off of this meditation list. I don't know if I told you that. But one of them is called the meditation of impurity. Ooh. Yeah. And I'll, I'll read it to you. So I ha I just wrote down these five little meditations. And my, my goal was just like I, I try to like journal most days that I can. And I try to do this little short meditation. And it's like I, I read it out loud. And then I just like close my eyes and try to put my mindset there. And usually, I mean, it might only be like 30 seconds to a minute for each one or something like that. I plan to like grow the amount of time, uh, the length of time over time. I haven't really done that yet but just to do it is good um but so the meditation of impurity says consider the evil consequences of corruption the effects of sin and diseases how trivial often the pleasure of the moment is and how fatal its consequence and so to me yes so i mean Whoa. without getting into like the religious undertones and things like that of that to me it's like it's basically everything i it's like self-mastery it's like everything i'm trying to work against and it's like me so that's the one of the five meditations that's really me focusing on me for the most part well maybe the last mm -hmm. one is too but a lot of it's like to help create empathy for other people and things like that but this one is like what am i what destructive behaviors am i engaging in that's only causing harm to me and and so you know it made me think like so there's certain things that i do that are like especially the time consuming ones are like even if it's just like watching netflix and stuff like that like it's it's quite literally possible that like if i spent too much time watching netflix it could kill our business like it could financially mm. ruin us <laughs> like it's a literal wow. possibility you know and you don't think about those things and so that's that's where i'm talking about like being idle and the opportunity costs of the things you're not doing to improve yourself or improve your business or move your business forward or whatever it is can be more detrimental than you realize. So like, you know, I, I got some video games recently uh, for my birthday and stuff like that. And that's like a time killer and stuff like that. But time killer has like a, a neutral or maybe even a positive connotation to the phrase when really that's like one of the worst things <laughs> you could have. 
Like, cause yeah, I don't know if you've ever heard this, but time is our only finite resource. Have you yeah. ever heard that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the only thing you can't get back or make more of. Yeah. So like I, so when I read that meditation to myself and I close my eyes and I think about it, like I think about the things I'm doing that I shouldn't be doing that are simultaneously taking away from the things that I should be doing. Mm-hmm. And like, okay, so I think I have thought about that. Like if I'm doing this, it means I'm not doing something else. But I, I've never assigned the, oh, I should be doing something else as like the opportunity cost. So, I mean, I think you and I have both probably thought about, like, if I'm doing this, then I'm not doing this in some way. Sure. But to kind of take it a step further is sort of what I I feel like you're getting at is looking at it as as the opportunity cost. Right. A little bit more. Yeah. It's basically, yeah, it's building that connection in your, your mind. Yeah. So that... When you're when you're engaging in a bad habit, you're double damning yourself, kind of. Yeah. So. Right. Yeah. Because like you said, not only is the habit bad, but what is it costing you because you're not doing something good? Right. Like. And that's or, not. Well, anyway. Bad that's good. not to say. So there are like there are things that you could consider idle or whatever, like going on walks and things that are positive things that you need in your life. It's not like you have to be 100% all the time working on your business and like, you know what I mean? Like, that's not what I'm saying at all. Oh yeah, I know that. Yeah, you need need exercise, you need downtime, you need sleep, you know? (laughs) Like, I I don't want it to come off as I'm denigrating anytime you're not doing something productive for your business or something like that. Like, I just thought you meant as a person. I I wasn't even taking you talking about it for the business at all, actually. I thought you were mostly I'm just talking about like doing both. I'm yeah. saying both because I mean, at this point, I mean, the business is part of my personality. <laughs> I mean, it right. just is part of me. Well, I mean, it might be more fair to say like your goals then because this could apply to anybody, whether it's oh, you're sure. running a business yeah. or you're just trying to be the best employee and get a promotion or. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. No. Yeah, that's true. I'm yeah, I'm saying it in terms of me. <laughs> it is. It, it is. So, it, it's so it's so ingrained in you. Like you thought we were like thinking you were talking about it that way yeah that's almost funny yeah i mean mean, it it makes sense but like you like i thought you were coming at it slightly differently it's so ingrained in you 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 thought i just already knew i'm just a businessman that's who i am yeah (laughs) no i don't know yeah i mean so that is i mean we've been doing our land business for two and two and a half years now and i mean it's part of our daily life now so Mm -hmm. i mean it's kind of is intertwined with everything and and plus i mean that's part of the whole point of this podcast is like that's our that's our way to quit our jobs i mean that's our way to create financial ability and freedom for ourselves and so i try to relay as many things as i can through that filter because that's like it relates more to the the point of this podcast so yeah i i probably talk more more business on this podcast than i do in my normal day-to-day life i think yeah because i mean that the the pillars of our when can i quit my job life philosophy are the infinite banking concept uh for finance and the land business for function basically Mm -hmm. and maybe at, at some point in the future we still haven't monetized this podcast which means we're not making money off of it but you know um this could be this could become our third leg at some point could be uh, if we decide to spend money on advertising it and get some more higher recognition guests and, you know, build our audience even bigger than it is now. That's a goal anyway. Yeah. Well, so then 
you you had this kind of light bulb go off just the other day just yesterday yeah with mm-hmm. all this okay so in that time like that's a sh- short amount of time <laughs> Yes. So maybe this isn't a fair question, but I'll ask anyway. Do you think about like, or have you have you quickly taken inventory of different habits that you consider bad, and like all of a sudden feel more motivated, like associating it now with the opportunity cost? The 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 seed was planted a long time ago when I started doing the meditations because that that specific meditation is basically me focusing on myself and what bad habits I am participating in and how that's affecting me as a person and us financially and things like that. So, no, I've been thinking about it for a long time. And, you know, I I vary on how effectively I'm tackling the things I'm trying to overcome. But I think recently I have been a little bit more motivated and, like, trying to create some more structure and things like that to my weeks and try to work more out of the quadrant two of... Mm-hmm. If you listen to what habit habit two was was that habit two that that's in try to um, try to work out of things that are important that are not urgent yeah so to set us up for a better future basically so I have been paying more focus on that recently and really and and I think maybe the other thing the the last thing that I just did maybe early this week that made this light bulb go off in my head was that I made. A schedule so I have a schedule for my work uh, for my personal business so I have a schedule for work like Pizza Hut and then uh, so those hours are X off on my calendar and then I had an old um, schedule for my work for my business that uh, I had to slightly adjust because of the hours and I decided to finally go ahead and do it so I could be more focused because I get easily distracted and like I'll work on business stuff but I'll go from one thing to another thing to another thing and forget about the first thing and forget about the second thing unless I have like a plan in front of me do only this during this time and do only that during this time so I decided to reprint a new schedule that took into account my new night job and stuff like that and then i was like well okay so i've got this new schedule and then but in the morning i'm still like i'm maybe being lazy or not waking up when i should or when i wake up like maybe i'm putting off like i stretch in the morning and things like that because if i don't my back can get out of whack and stuff like that so i'm like well i'm putting that off too long and sometimes i'm not doing that till three o'clock or sometimes some days i'm skipping or like oh my god So I decided I needed to make an off work schedule for other things that are important to me on a daily basis. So I did that as well. And then the combination of making like a morning to do list for myself, along with thinking about the things I shouldn't be doing. It's like, well, if I have this list of things I should be doing, it's like I almost don't have time for the things I shouldn't be doing anyway. And it really just kind of that that cross section of things in my mind was like, wow, yeah. That, what does that say? Like, mm-hmm. if I have a list of things I should be doing and I'm actually sticking to it, I don't have time for things I shouldn't be doing, which means if I'm making times for things I shouldn't be doing, then I'm automatically crossing some things off the list of things I should be doing. Mm-hmm. Does okay. that make sense? Yeah, it does. Yeah. So that's good. That's what I'm excited for this the light bulb off for yeah. me, on for yeah. me. Yeah. Nice. So, um, <laughs> what? But I could also do most of those things I should be doing. <laughs> <laughs> and drinking at the same time so that's yeah. <laughs> that's another thing i have to work on because um, so. <laughs> one doesn't uh right. exclude the other right so that's that, you know sometimes but, i overindulge and uh that's something i'm 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 always working on with varied success 
So yeah, well, uh, I mean, that's a different type of habit, I guess. Like you're not talking about like what you're saying it's an addiction. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm yeah, saying no. what you're talking about is scheduling, but yeah. like within that, like you could schedule time to eat lunch from noon to one. Oh, I but actually what thought, you eat. Yeah. Like, no. Yeah. So well, and I actually thought about that too. So okay. Um, so yeah, I thought about food and it's like, it, it can be the same way. Cause if I'm filling up on pizza, then I, there's definitely not vegetables going, you know, you could have vegetables on your pizza. Okay, sure. But like, so there's an opportunity cost for food too, because it's like yeah. when you're eating junk food, that's like space in your stomach. That's not getting filled by uh, nutrient rich food. Mm-hmm. That so, is going to be a hard one for us. It is. Yeah, it could be. Well, so I think so. I took this uh, a new stance on diet probably s- seven years ago or something like that. And it's, I haven't always followed through in practice, mm-hmm. but um, I re- I believe and I don't even know if we talked about this. I believe okay. diet should be more about what you do eat than what you don't eat. Does that make sense? Yeah. So well, yeah, because well, and you've also talked about it. Diet isn't well, uh, right? Like going on a diet, it's just how you eat. So to me, right. that's consistent with how we've talked about the word diet. Yeah, like that's good to bring that up because so, that not everybody thinks that way. Yeah, yeah diet's just I how mean, you eat. Right. Like I mean, not, yeah, we're, yeah. Everybody's on a diet. Everybody's on a <laughs> diet, technically. Yeah. 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 Technically. So that's speaking. what I. Yeah. When I use the word diet, that's what I mean. So I'm glad you explained that because that's yeah, just how so, I talk. But anyway. So yeah. So like. To me, yeah, it's more important that you're getting the things that you should get than you're not getting the things that you shouldn't get. I got I ate vegetables yesterday. Nice, nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> I got I vegetables in. We're we're pretty decent. We at least sprinkle vegetables into everything. I mean, okay, today we're we're having like some food from Pizza Hut that doesn't have vegetables on it. We could have veg- vegetables with their wings. We could, we could. But like, so we had on the side. we had bacon and eggs for breakfast, but our eggs had spinach in them. You know, like. Yeah. Oh, that's that's a nice little tip. I think that Ooh. not many people do. We put like kale. Yeah, frozen. We get frozen chops. Frozen kale and frozen spinach, and we go back and forth, and we just mix them in with our scrambled eggs. Yeah, it's and great. You, you, barely, yeah. you don't even yeah. Notice it just adds them. like a slight bit of texture and health. Yeah, I hope for your health. Yeah, but um, yeah, no. So I think I think it is more important that you eat some nutrient dense um foods than it is that then you exclude than you don't eat. Yeah whatever x donuts or something yeah like better to eat donuts and broccoli than to skip lunch or to just have donut well especially that (laughs) (laughs) if you're gonna eat donuts make sure you're eating broccoli how about that yeah no i get it don't like that don't let i do think we do that i do think we do we do yeah we do we we're good vegetable eaters fruits i'm actually less i think are less important and we don't do as much of as we used to but because i'd rather just have like I guess probably other sweet stuff that maybe I shouldn't. Yeah. Because it's maybe that's part of it. It's like if I'm going to load up and have like vegetables and protein and mm-hmm. all of that good stuff, I am I think I'll just go for the chocolate versus strawberries. Right. Right. But that's a whole you. other thing. Yeah. So I don't know. Did we? So we were talking about seen versus unseen, but kind seen of really unseen. more um, opportunity costs. So yeah, the unseen <laughs> when you're eating a, a box of donuts is what you're not eating. Mm-hmm. Broccoli. Mm-hmm. leafy greens mm-hmm. the things that right now they tell us are good for us that right, in five years later. they'll tell us to give you cancer yeah um <laughs> <laughs> all, all you could do is find a, a source you trust as far as food goes i would highly recommend that not be the fda and uh 
<laughs> and follow what they say. No. This isn't about so. just diet, though. This is, yeah. This is about We're your life. About everything. Yeah. Motherfucker. Your whole life. Yeah. Ooh. So. Aggressive. I had to drop an MFR in there. Did you? Drive it home. Okay. Nail it in there. Um, <laughs> you can't hear her shaking her head in disapproval. <laughs> <laughs> But wow. yeah, so so I just I'm I'm planting the seed and maybe it won't maybe someday later it'll click for you or maybe it's already clicked for you. But like, don't just when you're when you're dealing with a bad habit, maybe the extra motivation you need to overcome it is to realize not only what you're doing that bad, but what you're not doing. That's good. I like that. Well said. I think we should end there. Cool. We'll talk to you. We'll actually talk to you on Wednesday. Yay. Peace. Thanks for listening to When Can I Quit My Job? Please remember to support the show by visiting whencanIquitmyjobshow.com and clicking the Patreon and Amazon links. Also, subscribe, rate, and review the show on iTunes. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Tell your friends about us. Liz and Noah are not financial or legal advisors, and all information given on this podcast should be consumed for entertainment purposes only.